Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, doing what we want in this podcast on this Wednesday. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, I know uh, the show's been uh, going on, the Boomer and Geo show. The Boomer and Geo version, I think, has started year six. Right. In January. Yeah. And still, there's a very awkward exchange, Eddie and I talk about it in there during the show, when Geo throws to you. Okay. It feels weird sometimes, because they'll come back from break, they'll talk about something, then he'll go something like, Jerry, what's going on in sports? All right. Which sounds strange. Like the whole the show is sports. We've talked sports all morning. Yes. So yeah. what's going on in sport? It just feels like an awkward, like he doesn't know how to get to you. Okay. And says, what's going on in sports? I should, you know, maybe tomorrow I'll tell him, you tell me you've talked about it all morning. Then I'll get kicked out of the studio. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it should, what if, what would feel, it, ju- it just feels not natural. It feels like, hmm, I'm not sure how to get to here. Let me say what's going on in sports as opposed to like, here's Jerry with an update. Hmm. I don't here's know. the RECO report. Yeah, it feels weird. Oh, Sometimes like that. Eddie and I uh, <clears throat> often comment on okay. it. And there he goes, what's going on? Well, I, I'm, here to, I'm, I'm here to tell you. Sports. For those that are not aware. Right. People just tune in in that moment. I tuned into the, you know, Stephen A. Smith has a podcast here with Odyssey. I have heard, yeah. It's, uh, it, it's called, what the hell is it called? What the no, hell? I don't know what it's called, but it's a non-sports. It's an interview podcast. Okay. 
And he had uh, Clay Travis on, which I wanted to listen to. Right. Here's my critique of it, Jerry. I'm sure everyone's very interested. Let me, <laughs> let me critique a guy who's making millions and millions of dollars uh, and tell you what's like wrong with his show. Multi-millions yeah. of dollars, as a matter of fact. He yeah. is killing it. And I do like Stephen A. Smith. I know you do. He's a guy I that I I used to dislike. Now I like. Okay. It's like Bill Maher used to dislike, and now, now I, I like. like. Okay. Stephen A. Smith, he's one of those guys. But my problem with the podcast was it felt like he had a list of questions and it wasn't a conversation. Sure. And I've gotten so used to podcasts being conversations that it just felt like there was no follow-up. What do you just, think of this? What about this? So what he'd about ask this? a question, the person would answer, he'd go on to the next question. That's what it felt like. Sure. And I'm not sure if you broke it down, if that's exactly what happened, but that was the feeling I got listening to Who was his guest it. again? Clay Travis. Okay. Who was uh, used to be a Fox Sports guy, then took over for Rush Limbaugh. Is that another fellow? Oh, is that true? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Another one of these guys working midday, probably making millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Always oh, listening. He's killing it, Jerry. Okay. If you say so. Um, is that one of those interviews you kind of wish you did? What do you mean? Like you didn't like the way it was it was handled. Yes, yes, yes. You yeah. would have been. Like I'm interested in Clay Travis. I think he has an interesting story. Right. Uh, but I think what happens is maybe Stephen A. Smith doesn't want to do a four-hour podcast, which I get. Sure. Of course. And he's got so many questions that he wants to make sure he gets to. And then to me, break it down in two parts. Yeah, yes, Jerry, a two parter. You don't need a you don't need a four hour That's podcast, but why don't you do one for forty five minutes and part two for forty five minutes and release them on different days? Right. Like if he does one a week, release yeah. it next week. That, that there's nothing yeah. keeps people wanting more. That's actually a good idea. Just a thought. I did that when I did the Al's Boring podcast when I talked to Chernoff. It was so long I broke it up into two. Because mm. then I felt like I don't have to do another one of these interviews. No. No, you're free and clear for I'm a couple free weeks. Free and clear, Jerry. Yeah, no, free and clear. I remember you stressing there towards the end of finding people to come in. Yeah, it was tough. It's hard. It was tough. Once you run the gamut on everybody, now what? Right. Start over? Yeah, What's changed in the last year? Because <laughs> I was running out of people I was interested in talking yeah, yeah. to. Yeah, or whose stories I didn't know. Right. You know, so I felt like I, I knew some people's stories, and I was like, eh, I don't want to. Not interested. Not interested. Right. Plus, your story's boring. Yeah. <laughs> Your story, not so great. Yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, then I was Is that of, the Stephen A thing that Tom Izzo works on? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Now I know what you're talking about. No, it's also weird, too. And maybe this, I don't listen to our podcast. Okay. I do from time to time. There, there was, between the time I hit play on the Stephen A. Smith podcast and Stephen A introducing Travis, Clay Travis, six minutes went by. It was a lot of commercials. Oh, so like, oh, it was commercials, not yeah. him talking. No, it was like commercials, commercials, twenty seconds of him, commercials, commercials. Wow, it was weird. That is very yeah. Odd. Ours are not like that. I've you know when I'm on the road with Rutgers, I like to listen to what you and Eddie talk about. I do like to listen to the warm up show on replay, so I do listen and stream it. And they do insert the commercials in very strange places, but yeah. not like that. I don't know why they have why podcasting and it happens to the top of the food chain joe rogan it happens to with the weirdest times they just it must be commercials just run in the middle of somebody's sentence my guess would be first of all it's got to be automated and my guess would be they get placed based on their data when the most people are listening maybe yeah like if you listen to joe rogan as i do the bulk of i think what they think is and then they must know this from checking is that the majority of people that turn that listen to a podcast 
they're for sure listening for the first 10 minutes. Right. First 20 minutes. Then after, like, if you listen to a Joe Rogan podcast, all the commercials are within the first 20 minutes. Then after that, it's a free flow because they figure, yeah. Yeah. So it must just trigger at six minutes in, four minutes in. I think it's automated. You know, yeah, where it's just like, bang. Mm -hmm. The minute they figure out, like, right now, you can just skip over the commercials. Do, 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 do. The minute that goes away, I'm out for podcasts. Yeah. You know, the only way that goes out, goes away, perhaps. Is if they make it the way YouTube has made it. You want to, you want Spotify podcast premium for $2 a month? Fine. Right. But that's the weird thing with Spotify. I'm already paying Spotify. I know that. And so I shouldn't get the commercials. That's like an, you're paying Spotify for music. They've added podcasts with commercials. Yeah. But if I'm, if I'm, um, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to come up with an idea here. Yeah. I don't know. If I'm, if I'm paying for Spotify, and Joe Rogan is only on Spotify, which sure. he is. Right. So he's one of the exclusives. Yes. Call her daddy's That's on there. That's true. That so those true. should be commercial free if I'm paying for I agree with that. For commercial free other Spotify. Ones, the other ones, are, they're just hosting. Right. They're the good hostess point. with the mostest. Very good point. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But the advertising still works because like with Joe Rogan, he does like a commercial for like stamps.com and yeah. it's an a minute and a half long, Ugh. and I have to. It's you only get fifteen seconds at a clip. Yeah. So the whole time I'm doing it, I'm staring at stamps. Stamps.com. So I know what it is. Yeah, it does true. work. That is true. Athletic Greens. Da, 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 da. I have stamps.com. Do you? I do. Yeah, Joe Rogan's got stamps.com, uh, Athletic Greens. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 God, they all have the sports betting. Oh, of course. You know, uh, no doubt. Yeah. I don't know, Jerry. Don't know. <laughs> random. Here's a random oh, one. Oh, random. <clears throat> what give me the the latest year that when you look at the year, you go, that feels like a, that was a long time ago. You know what I'm asking you here? Like Yeah, I'll tell I can tell you. Nineteen ninety one or nineteen ninety or whatever, when I see re uh replays of Beverly Hills nine oh two one oh. No, no, I'm saying like just just looking at the 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 year. Like I, I'll give you an example. So then this is where it sparked my memory. Okay, or my thought. So in the uh, control room where Je- where Eddie and I are, yeah. there's a uh, a Hall of Fame jacket, right? And it's signed by people who were in the Hall of Fame, and they write the year. So Ted Hendricks, who was uh, the the great mm. Raider, so it's Ted Hendricks Hall of Fame '90. Wow. And I went, you know what? 1990 is the earliest year that sounds like a long time ago to me now like 91 92 still don't feel as far away 1990 so i was wondering for you like what's the what's the year where it starts to feel like yeah wow, that's I, a long I'm, time in ago. A, I'm in a similar time frame yeah. but i would say more 88 89 yeah that feels the old. 90 that to eight. me still sounds futuristic yeah because i remember growing up when i heard of like 1990 it seemed nuts to me because yes. I was a kid, the 90s, like, wow. That still is kind of in my mind. So I would say anything that starts with a 198. Yeah. So anything in the 1980s. Yeah. yeah. 1990 to me still sounds like recent, and it's not. It's 33 freaking years ago. The 2000s, forget it, sounds very recent to me. So right. you see something uh, happened in 2002. I'm like, oh, that's not that. Right. 21 years ago. Yeah. Meantime, if you were born in uh, 1971 or what, 1970, yeah, 21 years prior to that, or 23 years prior to that, I'm sorry, was 1947. 
we just got out of World War II. That freaks me out. It is. like I first started to become aware of years seeming far in advance when you would see kids in high school with the their varsity jackets on mm-hmm. and you know they'd have like a oh, football sure. in the back with the year and when it was like like I I graduated 87 so when I was starting to see things like 90 yeah like 90 yeah now I'm, I'm so around futuristic. the high school all the time and now the years are 26 that's got to be so strange yeah it is of course it is I mean to see somebody with a jacket on class of 26 yeah yeah I think Joseph would be class of 28 damn yeah it's disgusting, yeah. <laughs> to be quite honest. Yeah. It's also interesting, and I was actually thinking of this last week, when you're growing up, like 50, 60 years ago seems like before the world began. It seems so long ago. Yeah. To where as a six-year-old or a seven-year-old in 1981 to me, the thought of World War One or World War Two was like before people were humans. Like that's, oh my God, there was no running water. I mean, we had horse and buggies and we were running around with cowboy hats and that seems like 500 years ago, not 40 or 50 years ago. And when you think about when World War II was, and then this one blows my mind. So when I when I was a kid, you'd think, all right, 1980, 1981, Stuff like what I just talked about felt like a different universe, a different world altogether, a different time in history, meaning 500 years ago, like I said. But to think slavery was still around 115 years prior, and now I'm approaching the age of 50, that's only like double my life. Like, wow. It's so much more recent than as a kid you think it was. Yeah. And I, yeah. It bl- actually blows me away. Yeah, that and like the stuff, like when Hitler was, like I think my parents were born already. Uh they might have been. Sure, of course. Right? Wasn't that like yeah. the forties? Well, yeah, was it? World yeah. War Two. Yeah, the thirties into the early forties. Yeah, absolutely. That and th- seems all right, so now strange. think. We you just talked about nineteen ninety. That's thirty three years ago. Doesn't feel like that long ago to me. I was born in seventy four. 33, 33 years prior to that was 1941. Huh? Like Hitler was a thing 33 yeah. years prior to that. Right. Good Lord. Yeah. We're yes. not far removed from it. Yeah, things that seem really far uh, in the past. And not real. Yeah, it's really only like like the people are still alive from then. Correct. It's 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 not. I'm trying to think. Want to see the exact date? Hitler died in in April of forty five. So in forty one, thirty three years prior to me being born, he was up and running. Yeah, and your parents maybe. I don't know when your parents were born. But they had to be uh, in that ballpark. My parents were born forties, late forties. Yeah, forty seven and forty nine, I believe. So they were after him. Yeah, but uh, like a character like Hitler, who you think wasn't? I know he was, but you like that couldn't happen today. Okay. I didn't think a pandemic could happen today. Yes, and it did, Jerry. Yeah. We it, did have a pandemic. It is. It's, it's mind-blowing. really is. Yeah. I remember I, when growing up, I had a great-grandmother. Uh, she was well into her 90s. And I remember I, 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 I was still young, so I wasn't as curious as I would be now. But, like, talking to her, like, I remember asking her, like, when the TV was invented, what was... Yeah. What was it like and what did you think it was? Mm-hmm. And 
when did you get one? And I was asking that about radio. Yeah. Like when you, go, when you got the radio, what did, what, how did you think you were getting that information through sure. this box? Like where was it coming from? And that had the same way we think about the cell phones now. Yeah. Like how was all this information just appearing in our hand? I still don't know how radio works from shooting from a tower I, into our cars. Me and, neither. And that was working. In 1908. I think the 20s is when it. It Wasn't started. it? I thought it was 08. I actually thought. Oh, okay. Google that one, Jerry. When did radio... I feel like it was 1922, but let's see. You, uh, you might be right. Let's see. When did radio begin? Yeah. When did radio begin? I actually. I and who figured say... out that they could? You could say or play something in a studio and get it out to receivers. All these, you know, that was that was long ago. We were still in the Stone Age. You were right. 1920. 1920. The first scheduled broadcast was November 2nd, 1920. I remember that from my history of broadcasting class. Hey, good for you. Hey, good Very for sp- you. I, I don't know why. I had 1908 in my head. I don't know why. Either way. So think about ni- so think about prior to 1920. No radio, no television. I guess film, right, was, was silent film? Yes, silent film. So that was, if you wanted entertainment, it was either naked women. Mm-hmm. In probably illegal places or silent films. And vaudeville. And right. And live performances. Live performers. Otherwise, you like, what did you do on a Saturday afternoon? Read? I guess the family sat around and read books. Yes, you read books. And if did they chores. Weren't banned. And did chores. And yes. Right, because you had to do chores because if you wanted butter, you had to make you butter. Churn it. Yeah. Well, you could go down to the market and trade for it. Right, you'd be or like, I'll, I'll bring the milk that I milked my cows, and you made butter, and then I'll trade you for some shoes to the blacksmith for my horse. Yeah. Think that was a nicer time to be alive? No. You don't? No. I think people stunk to high heaven. Yeah. Hygiene wasn't a thing. I think there was probably crime everywhere. No, I don't think it was a good time to be alive. Right, there were scammers even back there. I think we always say, "Oh, that that person's a snake oil salesman." That's mm-hmm. from way back then when they were they're selling uh, snake oil, telling you it was going to cure all your ills, and no one knew any better. And we're still falling for stupid. People scams. didn't Google it either. They did not use <laughs> Google back then. That was a new thing. Just think, a big uh, a big career was the encyclopedia salesman in oh. the forties and fifties. Did you have those at your house? We did. We had the Britannica ones. Yeah. We did. And I needed them through school. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And those didn't get updated very often. So, like, if your parents paid money for those, you had those for I a think ours stopped in 1981. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. 81 or 82, something like that. I remember when we even got them, we didn't get the whole set at one time. Okay. In order to budget for it, they would send you... Right, because they were like two grand. Yeah, they would send you like, a, here's A and B. Right. And C and D will show up next month. But by the end of the year, you'd be like, I got all my... You got all your encyclopedias. I got all my encyclopedias that I need. Yeah, no, it's... We're living in a much better... In some ways, it's not better. In a lot of... In most ways, it's a lot better. Do you think it's cool that as an adult, you... I think you were an, you were an adult, if we're only two couple years apart, that as an adult, you were around in a time where we war- didn't have the internet? Um, Were you an adult? Well, we got, I would say we got, when the hell did like, we Like, I feel like AOL? I got my, I remember. I had Earthlink and AOL, I remember. I remember I got a computer with internet access in 1997. So I was already oh, 27, sure. 28 oh, years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, so no. you were in your mid-20s. I mean, I got married in 99. We already had uh, internet, uh, oh, cable did? internet. 
cable, which was really fast. It. I got that in '99 when Kim and I got married, and I was working at Sports Phone. And I remember I was the first one at the Don LaGreca version of Sports Phone that got the cable internet and convinced him to allow me to work from home because it was faster than what we had at Sports Phone. You were phone. the original work from home I guy. Was, I was. So I went in there on Fridays, but on Tuesdays I would work from home because I had they, this internet was unbelievable. Yeah. It was faster than it is now, I swear to God, because I think I was like the first one in the townhouse complex to get the Comcast, I think it was Comcast, the cable internet, which was unbelievable. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I, yes, I do remember that because prior to that, I was living home. I would say like 96, 97 was when we had the Earthlink and the AOL. So I was uh, 21, 22. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Prior to you getting the internet at home, did you ever go to an internet cafe? No, never once. Yeah, never I, did. Once. I used to do that when I was bored in Florida. I was never, the same way I'm not a huge fan of the phone, I was, I was never a techie guy, like, the computer was neat, but I felt it took too long. The thing, the stupid sounds it made to, to hook up to the internet, and then yeah. the page would load slowly. It's like, yeah, it was. Uh, you needed patience back. Now we have no patience. It doesn't load right away. It's like this is garbage. No, if it doesn't pop right up, it's like, what's wrong with this thing? Yeah, what am I paying for? This isn't even in 4K. <laughs> this is useless. Is. Right? Exactly. Absolutely useless. Yeah, I feel like fortunate to have grown up without it. And then knowing life with it and without it. I will tell you, I'm happy that I am not, I haven't grown up the way my kids have, not knowing anything other than it. Yeah. I do agree with that. Because, I mean, these things are attached to their freaking hands and hips like nothing I've ever seen. Yeah. And I don't even think my guys are that bad. They're not good. They ain't that bad. I see some kids, I mean, they can't walk two feet without checking. Yeah, I do think I do think about that as well when I see people like just walking around with their phones yeah. and like you could not have told me when I was 27, 30, 30 that we would be walking around with these things with the like, world in your hand. Yeah, and, and I wasn't a kid, I was 30. Right, sure. Yeah. It's very it's it's a lot quick. Yeah. Like there's been a lot of development in a very very quick time time frame. Yeah. But very hard to navigate the world without it. It's. It, I don't think it's hard to navigate the world not being on social media. No, you don't. You don't need that. You don't need that. But I think to not have a phone. But then I always think like, if you're not on social media, mm-hmm. what are all these people doing on their phones that they're stuck on their phones, or are they on social media? I th- that, are I, those the are those oh, the I phone people? Those I can are, tell you just from my circle of friends. Between Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, that's it. Those three things. And it is mostly Facebook and Instagram. I, I, it actually amazes me how many of my friends are not on Twitter. Yeah. They're all on Facebook and Instagram. And it is, I see people get lost in a sea of videos on Instagram where it doesn't stop. One ends, the next one pops up. One ends, the, and you're sitting there for like an hour just staring at this phone. Yeah. And it's it's pretty wild, actually. It's such a a battle because everyone knows that it's too much. Yes, everyone knows it well beyond too much. Yeah, and we still can't break away from it. Yeah, as much as I battle it myself, and then I still can't break away from it completely. I will be. I mean, this sounds like an like an addict. Yeah. On Saturday, it'll be two weeks that I disabled all notifications off Twitter. I got to tell you, I'm good. 
I don't even look. I don't look at Twitter as much anymore. I actually yeah. forgot to log in this morning until right before we came on, which I have to do for breaking news. And yeah. I just I just didn't because I've been editing all morning. But I don't look at it. I don't check it. I'm all right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm all right. It ain't the worst thing in the world. I can tell you that. Yeah, because I don't think like when I see people buried in their phones, they're not texting. No. Or emailing. No, checking their of, work email. A lot of people are commenting. Commenting. On social media posts. Yeah. A lot of people shop. The Amazon thing is out of control. People shop on Amazon on their phones like crazy. Yeah. That's another thing. Well, the minute that the minute you got free shipping with Amazon Prime, yeah. it made it so that the second you thought of something you needed, you would buy You just it. bought it. You just bought it. Because yeah. you have your phone. You don't have to remember like, oh, next time I go to Target, I need to get some bins. Mm-hmm. No, you just be like, bins, done. Yeah. Because you're, you're and not. And literally it's there in 20 hours. And if you were paying shipping on it, you wouldn't, you'd wait. you think twice. Yeah, especially like there's a couple things like Chewy that, that, that sells the dog yeah. food and all that stuff. You have to get to a certain amount to get free shipping. So if you want certain things, you might put them in the shopping cart, but you're not going to get them right away because you're like, I got to wait to like build up enough stuff yeah. to get free shipping. Or if you were going to get all your stuff at Target, you would you make a list and go there then. Now it's just like constant mm-hmm. little th- Multiple packages things. coming from different drivers at different times, sometimes in the same day. Yeah, for dumb things. I know. I know. My, like uh, Amazon that? just dropped off. I, I got a, a spoon to stir my sauce. Yes. Oh, and, and and someone think of how that spoon got to me. Mm-hmm. Like the order, someone in the factory, someone putting it in the package, it going loading on a truck. The truck having to stop at my house, yep. put the car in park, drop it off. We had two deliveries yesterday from Amazon. New sneakers for Joseph that he bought with his own Amazon gift card. Nice. And a uh, for for his bat, it's called a lizard skin, and it's a it's a really comfortable bat grip. I have to regrip his bat. Of course, they came in two different orders, about an hour apart. The lizard skin came in a box that could fit sneakers, and the box is two inches by two inches. Yeah, that's and weird. all there is is this plastic wrapped around this little package of lizard skins, <laughs> and this gigantic box yeah. that weighed all of one ounce. I'm like, wow, you couldn't have put that in the same box with the sneakers, but they're coming from different fulfillment yeah. centers and goofy. Yeah, I do get a lot of stuff in envelopes now from yes, yeah, yeah, the yeah. padded envelopes, yeah. which yeah. I think I prefer, although they're plastic versus the box, that, which I feel like I could get more uh, recycled, but who I knows? I have no idea. I don't understand recycling anymore. Yeah, I, don't I don't know don't what's real, either. what's fake, what we're doing to just make ourselves feel better as opposed yeah. to helping. I, is gasoline really the enemy? Supposedly these batteries are great, yet when people are dying in Africa, they find them. I, I don't. I have no idea. I don't know. Jerry, we discussed it all here in this uh, post game podcast. And we did. Uh, we really broke it down. Want to break down the origins of human life? Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe on tomorrow's podcast, Jerry. Let's do the warm-up program. Okay. Now, tomorrow's Thursday. It is. And we'll be back here tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. And until then, so. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. 
What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. The Bronx Bombers. It is hot. It is hot. It is gone. The home of Yankees baseball is WFAN. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The fan on 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't oh, suck. Oh, a very busy day for you, 502. What is up? The Eddie Scazzeri, good morning, good morning, good morning. And across from me, his name is Al Christopher Dukes. What is up? Good morning, Jerry. I want to apologize. What happened? Well, we talked yesterday about Clayton Kershaw and, yes. the, and the Dodgers, and I said he wasn't quite the pitcher he once was. That is correct. And he's not. He's not throwing it in the ERA of 1.5 like he did seven, eight years ago. But damn, that was pretty good last night. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was concerned about Clayton Kershaw. And you're like, My I don't bad. think he's the same guy. I was like, all right. Well, he was the same guy last night. <laughs> Boy, he had that one. I don't know what that pitch is that looked like the That's slow. That's a gigantic, no, what do they call it? The 9-3 to three curveball or yeah. whatever the hell they call it? They just. They, the 12-6. to six. They either couldn't hit that or like in Alonzo's case on one of them, he was looking for that and got the fastball and then. <laughs> Just weirdly swung after yeah. it hit the glove. Like, <laughs> it was so strange. Well, the old the old guy still got it. He still got it. I mean, thirty six years old, and he looked pretty damn good. He so my bad on that. So like, what happens? So why does he look good well, yesterday? Uh, and previously, we're like, oh, he's an old man. Right, so now. here's he's what I would good. tell you: he is thirty five or thirty six or thirty seven. He's somewhere in the mid to upper thirties. I'm gonna Google that, Jerry, while his, you talk. I think it's his sixteenth or seventeenth season. He's been around a long time. So that's number one. Number two, he is thirty five. He's only thirty five. All right. I said I was close. Um he has had a long history now of back issues. When he's healthy, he's been great. When that back flares up, he's been shaky. And the playoffs he's not been great. His car he's had a couple of starts this year. Not great. Like his last two, I think he's given up three runs, four runs. It's okay. Nothing. It's been, what do they call? Quality starts. Quality starts. Last night, though, he turned back the clock. He looked like Clayton Kershaw of 2017. Seven shutout innings, three yeah. hits. And nine strikeouts. And nine strikeouts. That's pretty good. Yeah, the Mets just looked, everyone looked off. Yeah, they look like we won the first game. Let's go get Syndergaard now Wednesday. All right, we've won five straight. Man. We're due for a loss. You know the problem is the Braves won again. 
I'm not concerned about the Braves yet. <laughs> Famous last words. Neither was Sal last year. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. And he wasn't concerned with them, and they were down 10 games. In this case, they're actually up a few games. And you know what's cool about this matchup we got today? It's Max Scherzer, as you mentioned, against Noah Syndergaard. So shut your eyes. And if this was three years ago and I told you the Mets are playing the Dodgers with Max Scherzer facing Noah Syndergaard, you would think? Noah Syndergaard's on the Mets. And Max Scherzer's on the Dodgers. Yes. I know. This is a 3-10 game. Yeah, how about that? So we actually get to uh, look into that without losing all of your sleep. You can. Unfortunately, my son has a baseball game at 3.30. I'm going to tune into this, Jim. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch this one on replay in six whatever time. Or maybe I'll listen on uh, CBS 880. There you go. I'm going to do one of the two. Or the Odyssey app. Or the Odyssey app. Well, that's mm-hmm. how I would listen. I listen to everything on the Odyssey app. That's I don't true. have a physical radio except for in my car. So to be clear, you don't have a physical radio in your house. You're right. You don't have regular TV in your house. Correct. You're just streaming out. I'm a streamer. I hear you. You know I'm a streamer, <laughs> but my heart's of gold. Why don't you recent redo that song? Yeah, I'm just I'm streaming my face off, Jerry. I know, I know you are. Uh, so yeah, I'll check that out. Three ten. I have to actually set an alarm, or I'll forget. It does happen, right? Many many Wednesday and Thursday games, especially like the Yankees at one o'clock. I always forget. And then at two thirty, when I wake up from a nap, now you turn it on at two thirty, and they're in the seventh inning, right? You missed the whole thing. Yeah. All right, so that's pretty cool. All right, so that's a that's a three ten start. Yeah. What else happened in that Met game that is of note, Jerry? Let me take a look. Oh, JD, JD Martinez. Martinez. That's yeah. what happened in the Met game. He hit two home runs. Uh, one, I think, in the first inning. I think. I kind of feel like that happened early. Drove in four runs too. Drove in four runs. So yeah. that's it. Uh, five game winning streak over. That's going to happen. We got to come back. We got to smack Noah Syndergaard around. Do you think? Max Scherzer beats Noah Syndergaard. I mean, what do I know? I thought they were going to knock around Clayton Kershaw a few hours ago. So we don't know. I'm going to say, hmm, Syndergaard's going to be in the friendly confines of Dodger Stadium. He's not going to be getting yelled at by Met fans. True. (sighs) I'm going to say the Mets find a way to win this game. Yeah, I like the Mets in a bounce-back win, Jerry. And uh, we'll see Scherzer a few days after he was supposed to start. Going to look healthy. I'll say the Mets win. Because that'll be embarrassing if Max Scherzer loses to Noah Syndergaard. It will not be embarrassing. Uh, somewhat embarrassing. It's baseball. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Uh, let's uh, let's do the other baseball team before we get into uh, the disastrous playoffs. You know, we came here, Jerry, on uh, Monday, and I believe Boomer was calling it Winner's Monday. Winner Monday. We showed up on a Winner's Monday. This yeah. was a loser. We're on a showing up on a loser Wednesday. Well, that's not true because Boomer will call it a Winner Wednesday because the Rangers won. Oh, right. So I don't know if that's oh, really that's a true. good point, Jerry. He's not going to care too much about the Mets, Yankees, or Knicks. Yeah. He cares about his Rangers. You know what's weird? So weird. Perception being everything. Me looking at that and seeing that the Devils lost, I took that more as a loser Wednesday than a winner game well, for the can, Rangers. You that's can weird. spin it that way, sure. They were, but it's kind of weird that I looked at it that way. That I looked at it as a devil's loss rather than a Rangers win. No, that win. was a Ranger one. We'll get to it, but that was a Ranger win. They took it to the Devils early. And I was wrong. The Devils looked um, not not ready. Well, let's do that right here, Jerry. If and we'll do want. the baseball later. All right. Would you say they took it to the limit one more time? No, shut up. Take yes, it. Yes, Glenn. <laughs> to, but what was the score? 5-1? 5-1. And it wasn't even that close, to be quite honest. Cried around the Now, there storm. were a couple, and not only that, there was a goal that was disallowed by the Rangers, yeah. and then they scored like two minutes later. Um, the Devils had power plays, couldn't even put a shot on net. When they did have a couple of good opportunities, Shesterkin made the saves. They scored late, but the game was totally decided. And I actually thought, too, a 2 nothing, they were in trouble, just because they didn't look right. You felt it. 
Did yeah. you feel it watching it? Yeah, no, I, and I one I forget who it was. Some one of the maybe a couple of the guys said, "You know what? A little nervous out there." Yes. I I did not think. I thought the young superstars on the Devils were too young and dumb to be nervous. I was wrong. That's not true. Yeah, it was uh, Devils defenseman Ryan Graves who oh, said, okay. "We've got a lot of young guys. There's probably a lot of jitters." I think it might be understated how nervous you are to start. You don't yeah. know what to expect. Well, I would expect a better, uh, who knows who wins, I expect a much better game two. I feel like, uh, isn't it like a hockey, even the regular season games, people are all pumped up and fired up. So what makes this game different? Uh, the fact jitters? that the stakes are higher. So now you're in the playoffs. You lose four games, you're out. And the season's yeah, over. I feel like game one is when you should have the least jitters. You're like, even if we lose this, we're only down 0-1. I think game one and game seven or game one in a, a decisive game is probably where the jitters come in. Like game one is, you're just I, game one in the second round, be, I don't think you'll have that. It's game one of the postseason. For some of these guys, it's their first playoff game. The places, you're right. The arenas are full, even in the regular season for the most part. I, I, you can't explain it. There's just a different feel in the building. I, I don't, and you can sense it walking in. I've been to many NHL playoff games. I've been to many playoff games at the Garden for the Knicks. The playoffs just feel different. I can't explain it. Were you able to get a feel from what you were watching uh, as to how many Rangers versus Devils fans were there? No, but I would say it was probably what I thought. About 60-40 or 50-50. Uh, yeah. A lot of Ranger fans. Yeah, a lot of Ranger fans. A lot fans. of Ranger fans. In that they building. travel, Jerry. They travel across, yeah, right the, across river the river to the Jersey side, as yeah. uh, Tom Waits once said. Which sang. is not... Oh, my God. What are you? Just a, a walking musical reference? Yes. Walking. Some people do Seinfeld references constantly. I do musical references. You ever walk in Memphis? <laughs> well, I got walking in Memphis. Or like an Jerry. Egyptian? <laughs> in, in Egyptian in Memphis. Do the walk of life. <laughs> I do all those in the walk of life with dire straits. You'll walk this way? And while I'll walk if you want me to walk this way, Jerry. Walking on sunshine, whatever it is you <laughs> want me to do, I am in. Uh, so listen, it's uh, Rangers-Devils tomorrow night uh, at the Rock as well. Correct? Yeah. You want to go? No. Tickets are only $6,000. <laughs> I do not want to go. Yeah, I hear you, man. I do. I actually would like to go tomorrow night. So that stinks for us, but you're right. Boomer will be all fired up today. Boomer's not going to care that the Knicks lost. He is not going to Boomer's gonna not going to care that Clayton Kershaw, no. the old man, beat the Yankees. He's uh, beat the Mets. He's no. not going to care that Shohei Otani hit home nope. runs to beat the... Although we'll play some Wayne Randazzo today. Randazzo. We can do that. But no one. It's to him, it's a winner Wednesday because his Rangers won. That's mm. all that matters. And I get that. I totally understand. I want to see if I want to go well, tomorrow night. The Devils got to win this one tomorrow night. Then otherwise, they go to the Garden down. Uh, that would be that, that would be very problematic. Disastrous. Now I think they're good enough to where they could potentially fight back from that. I hope so. You don't want to try. You oh, do they, not want to try. Potentially good enough to go down uh, 0-2 and go Tickets to the are a little cheaper. I can get in for one hundred eighty-five dollars. That's not terrible. That's a, Imagine that's like that's not terrible. That's what we say now to $185. Oh, it's only $100 something dollars. That's not bad. To sit in Sign row nine in the corner of the upper deck. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Hmm. God. Yeah, so, not going. So let's look at sports this evening, Jerry. Okay. Well, we mentioned Mets, Dodgers. That's at three. Yeah. You got Yankees, Angels with Johnny Brito. At seven. Rolling his ass up here again. I like the guy he's pitching against. Griffin Canning. 
Sounds fake. That sounds like a wrestling name. Griffin, uh, welcome to the, the, yeah, he's like the Saturday night guy that got beat up every mor- every Saturday morning. <laughs> uh, like, the Magnificent Morocco will face Griffin Canning. <laughs> Griffin Canning. You're right. Guy's got, and he probably dominated early and right. then lost. Uh, right. And then uh, the Magnificent Morocco just beat the hell out of him. <laughs> uh, and you got Islanders Hurricanes game two in Carolina. Yeah. So it's so interesting about sports. that. For an Islander fan, it's phenomenal. Yeah. No question about it. I was in the Islanders Hurricanes two nights ago because it kind of started the playoffs. Last night, Devils Rangers. I don't know. You got Yankees tonight. Mm-hmm. You don't know whether you go Islanders I, Hurricanes will, or Yankees? I'll put it on. I don't know that I'm sticking with it for long. You need a bounce back spot from Johnny Brito. Yeah, I suppose. You don't care? Not really. What? I'm not a Yankee fan. I, you know. Are whatever. you a Mets fan? Yeah. I don't know what you are, Jerry. I watch. That's what I do. You're. Uh, I watch. We know you like the Dallas Cowboys. I does. We know you like the Devils. Mm-hmm. We know you like the Brooklyn Nets. I do. You don't ever really committed to a baseball team. No, not since a long time ago when I was a Met fan. As you a were kid. a Met fan. As a kid, yes. But you became disillusioned. I will at some tell point. you with my son, with Matthew, that's all we pretty much watch is the Mets. Mets. Yes. I do put the Yankees on, but he watches all the Met games. He's a Met fan. Smart. Smart. You raised a good boy there, Jerry. Yeah, but they haven't won. You raised a young man. They have man. not won a damn thing. Who knows how to root. So will you be locked in from 3 p.m. until 10 tonight? I will be locked in at 3 p.m. Okay. Not as long as you now. remember, as long as the alarm goes off. And then off. I got to go to bed. I Yes. And then you'll catch up in the morning. Stupid dog wakes me up. Oh, you'd go to bed anyway. I know. Did you see uh, the story about Guillermo? What did he do? What, what show is he? Which late night show is he from? Guillermo? Jimmy Kimmel? Jimmy Kimmel. He gave back his dogs. Is that right? And he's taking a lot of heat for Ooh, it. Tell me more, Jerry. Well, he... tell me more about this fantasy I have. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So I guess there's a story to it. He did it for the dog's benefit. That's how I have to spin but mine. He, I don't think he gave the dogs back. I believe he gave the dogs to his sister to take care of for a period of time. Okay. And I think Needs his sister got another dog, a bigger dog, that they took in, and there were problems. And she thought it would be beneficial for the two. I think they were chihuahuas. Yeah. Let's just give them back. Well, word got out that those were the dogs that he adopted a couple of years ago. Yep. And he is taking a beating. No, you are better off walking out on your wife and kids than finding a really good home for your dog. Yeah, you look like You are much better off. You look like a jerk if you give up a puppy. Right, but meanwhile, I could go like, oh, my wife and kids, it just, it's not working out. And I have, I'm going to leave. People are like, hey, man. That's you have life. to do you what's be good happy. for you. I mean, well, you, you give a dog to like a, a really good home. <laughs> and you're Satan. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. I know, boy, I know you would love to get rid of the dog. Oh, Jerry, I would love it. <laughs> and love yet you it. love the dog. I love the dog. I hate the responsibility. having the dog. I know that. I understand. It's not the responsibility. Responsibility is like keep the dog clean, feed the dog. Well, take take her out when she needs to go out. Right. But stop. Right. Take her to the vet when she doesn't I know, feel well. Right. Give her her pills when she's not. I know. I don't. I could do all that. It's the not ever in my life going to sleep more than six hours in a row. Yeah, that's a problem. I, I agree. A major problem. I I understand. I gotcha. and I want out of it. <laughs> well, hmm. I'll tell you. I'll say this, and I don't mean this in a positive way. All right. So don't don't confuse what yeah. I'm saying. You didn't get her at birth. 
No, but it, and she's not a tiny puppy that's going to live to I've be eighteen. I've thought of this. I've actually thought of this. Oh boy, she's seven. Yeah, see, I got like six, seven years left. I can't get through three more weeks. I can't fathom getting through the summer. You tell me seven more years? Well, better than ten more years or seventeen more uh, years. Actually, no, it's actually the same. <laughs> well, it's the same right now. In seven it's years, it won't same be the right same. Now, right, right. It, then it won't be brutal. I, I know. Well, if look there's at, a scared, you'll be sixty. You'll if be there's fine. a scared straight program, but instead of getting people not to do drugs, it's don't get the dog you really want. <laughs> they come see me. Meantime, somebody in your life. Meantime, he's arguing with people to get the dog in the house. That's well. That's because he has no responsibility with it. <laughs> he doesn't. When you live with another person, right? Someone can help. Right, and you have a yard. I assume he has a yard. That is true, which it's you don't have, and that's things. a big deal. Yeah. I said that to you. That's one of the things I did say to you back in the day when you were thinking about getting the dog. I know it was it's so be a stupid. lot of walks because you don't have a yard to take her out in. And this is going to keep me from making any. More life decisions because I regret this one so much that I'm afraid to make any more life decisions. But the condo, was, regret a, but the condo was a good decision. That was a good decision. That but I'm saying good. if I had to make it now, no no more decisions in my life. That's it. You're done. I'm done because you I never make the right one. As you sit here today. As I sit here today, I will be forever. Until the dog's gone. Correct. Then I'm going to live, damn it. <laughs> live. Well, that's good. You'll probably be retired at that yeah, point. exactly. It's all going to time out. <laughs> I'm sure it will, as we all will. Right. Unfortunately. The all time right. when I could actually have a dog, retirement, that's when the dog will pass away. This is Sadly terrible true. timing. Sadly true. Terrible timing. Yeah, well, you've probably rethought this a million Jerry, times in your a, head. A billion. <laughs> I'm actually considering, and this is not a joke. This is not me being uh, trying not to. good when he prefaces this that. This is not me this trying way. to be like. F- quote unquote funny, I am considering therapy because of the relationship I have with my dog. <laughs> like, think about that. I'm not laughing. I got you. I, well, the I am laughing. most complicated relationship in my life is my dog. And I'm actually considering therapy because I need to know how to live without being furious my whole life. And right now, I can't do that. Yes, it's it's a lot of fury. I'm right now. actually thinking. Could you imagine being the therapist on the other end? Yes, I could. What are we here for? Your wife, uh, your children, uh, uh, coworkers? No, my dog. <laughs> <laughs> this has really worked out well. Terrible, we'll terrible get, decision. We'll take a break. We'll get back terrible to better decision. decisions and the games and all sorts of stuff on the other side. And then Boomer and G at six on the fan. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I forgot to say an intro. No, it has an intro. That's it. I normally zoom past this. Oh, there's my dog. Yeah. She, she's probably sleeping now peacefully because you're not there. Of course. <laughs> That's funny. All right, well, nice to have you with us. It is uh, Wednesday midway. I always love when I see Billy Jockalone in the newsroom. That means it's Wednesday. Why is that? He's Wednesday. Wednesday. a Wednesday worker. He's a Wednesday to Sunday worker, which sounds awful, by the way. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're off Monday and Tuesday, the two worst days. Like, go to work. I had that. I had that for a little while. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, those, that, that sounds like terrible. Ugh. I mean, it's good. You get a lot of stuff done on a Monday and a Tuesday around town. But then you go to work Wednesday. People are happy. Hey, middle of the week. You get to Friday. Hey, it's Friday. And they're like, oh, it's just Wednesday for yeah. me. <laughs> it sucks. Hey, hey, Billy, you want to do something on Friday? No. You guys available Tuesday? <laughs> or he's Sunday the, night. Right. He's probably the guy. You know, you go like, who's going to see Shania Twain on a Tuesday? <laughs> Billy. <laughs> Billy will be out there. That's right. Jerry, the Knicks lost yesterday they in did. Cleveland. I felt like that was a given. We, like... You're not going to win two on the road. You could have. Yeah, I mean, I already think. I think you go into that game mentally thinking, ah, if we lose, we already got one on the road. We're good. I think, and you heard a bunch of guys say it after the game, and I saw some of the quotes. A lot of them would say that, you know what? We went there, we got one, we did our job. Okay, fair enough. The problem is you had a chance to really put your foot on their throat. If you would have been coming back up 2 0, and think about this with the Knicks, too. The Knicks have not been all season long. Of they have not been one of the better home teams this year. They've lost a lot of games at the Garden, games they should not have lost. So it's not like they're just going to win all three games at the Garden and be and win the series. And they had an opportunity. They won one. They did a good job last night. I'm with you. That it felt like eh, once they got down, eh, we're all right. right. Let's get home. They were down like 20 points in the second quarter. They were down like 30 in the second half. <laughs> in the second half? Yeah. Yeah. I did see like in the second quarter, Cavs were up by 20. Uh, and a couple other things, though. This Josh Hart did end up playing, which everybody said he wasn't going to play. But didn't seem like himself. He didn't do diddly no. squat. No, he probably shouldn't have played. I mean, you you give him credit and props for going out there. But eh, at the end of the day, you if you're a Knicks fan, you hope he didn't do more damage. And then what about Julius Randle playing uh, late into that game when it was already they weren't winning? Yeah, I you know. Was you, you got a problem? Jerry, you're you healthy, got a major problem with that or no? No, I don't. That's what they do. They're, play, they're playing basketball. He it, said no. he wanted to get into a rhythm. Yeah, I, I get it. Absolutely. You want to make a few shots, feel good about yourself going home. I don't. I, I never have. They get paid to actually play the games. Is this right? I don't have an issue with it. I don't. Never have. What about the uh, he took a hard fall on a Jared Allen. And how's he doing now? He's flagrant fine. Flagrant foul. He's fine. The still photos in the newspaper or online, they looked like it looked like a pro wrestling. Like when you catch a wrestler on like, you just throw him out of the ring and then he hits the railing. Like that. that's what he looked like. Yeah. He's fine like, though. Are you sure? No, but I'm assuming he's fine. He spoke after the uh, after the game and sounded fine. He was angry, but he wasn't hurt. He was angry at the flagrant? Yeah. Didn't think it was necessary at that time of the game, which exactly. I understand. I got gotcha. you. But you know what? Jared Allen sending a message. Right. And what which, is is what message a lot of, which is what a lot of Knicks fans wanted the Knicks to do yesterday early in that game. What was the message he Go said? Go send a message to the Cavs like, we're here. We're taking it from you. They really didn't do that. You got to do a Detroit Pistons 1980s style well, where you start ejected. slamming guys into the Don't think you can do that. I mean, you saw Draymond Green got suspended for the, uh, the wrestling chop. Yeah. That seemed so. fair. That seemed I, like a fair I, trade-off. I happen to agree. One game. And fair, you saw the reason. It wasn't just for what he did. What did he they do? They said it was this on top of all of his past issues that he's had. Oh, is that right? Yes. I forget so, exactly like, if, what the statement was. So you're yes. telling me this was a one-off that somebody did. They wouldn't I, have gotten the I one game? I think they might have let it go. Wow. I do. I think it's possible. Here, let me give you the actual quote from the statement. The statement says, this is from the NBA. The suspension was based in part on Green's history of unsportsmanlike acts. Oh. Like, 
kicking guys in the balls. <laughs> was that in the note? Kicking guys in the balls? No, but that's, oh, that's what, what the, they meant. Things like that is what they're referencing. Yeah. So he's been suspended before. He's done dumb things before. Well, you know what? You did another dumb thing. Even if the other guy started it, you can't stomp down on his chest like that if you and jump were, off him. If you were playing against him, Jerry, and you were a, you were a, a dude on the other team, would you try to uh, engage him in something where he kicks you in the balls or steps on your chest? Or would you stay out of his way and be like, this guy's crazy. I don't want to get my balls kicked or my chest stomped I don't know off. if he's the guy I would trash talk. Only from the standpoint of he's not the guy that's going to go score 30 points. I don't know. Like so to agitate him, him. Yeah, I don't know that I would do that. I would try, if it's possible, if anybody, you try and get in Steph Curry's head. I don't know that I would do him. I, I don't. Mm-mm. Wouldn't work. It seems like you could get under his skin, but you will physically be assaulted. Uh, you could. That's why you got to wear a cup. Like, I, mean, I might try to grab his jersey when he's trying to run up. Well, they do that the anyway. That's not. Yeah. That's nothing. I'm talking about the trash talk and really try and get inside the head and, you know, play mind games with him. I don't think you do it with him. And then grab his he ankle. He probably does it with you. You see that ankle grabbing. I hate seeing it at the end of an NFL game when, like, the team is driving and, and the, the clock and the clock is yeah. running and uh, the guy goes down, they grab him, they hold him by the ankle. Oh, hold him to have the clock keep running. Yeah, and they, the, 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 the receiver who got the ball is trying to, yeah. try to kick out of there. See, now, in that case, that's fine. If you end up kicking him in the head... In a case like that, this was a little bit, I don't know, it was goofy. It was a stomp. It wasn't even a kick. It, it was, oh. It, it was a stomp. He that put those correct. big, what size sneaker do you think Draymond Green wears? 17. He put those big size 17 right on his chest. That's a good question. Wasn't Shaq like a size 24? Yeah, you know what Boomer does, though? One of Boomer's foundation events when yeah. he has uh, the charity auction, he had one year, and he may have one every year, I don't know. He had a gigantic Shaq sneaker autographed. Yeah. The thing was enormous. Yeah. That thing with the guy's body in it stomping on your chest. Draymond Green wears a size 15. Nice. Kevin Durant an 18. What did Shaq wear? Uh, Google I'm, that, Jerry, because I'm, I'm curious because that was a big shoe. I think it's, I really think it's like a 24 or something. Stupid. And I remember thinking when I saw that at the auction, I was like, that would be cool in my living room. 22. 20 size 22. Yeah, one story says 22, another one says 23. Damn. Just imagine that. And Hulk Hogan had the 24 inch pythons, those were his muscles. Well, that's the he's, he's got Shaq's uh, feet in his arm. Yep. Basically. I don't know that he has that anymore. He's an older gentleman. He now. is an older gentleman. Doesn't wrestle anymore. That is true, yes. Uh, also, you could hear yesterday, Jerry, chance of New York sucks. I agree. So I don't appreciate that. <laughs> yes, you do. You love that. Oh, right. You're right. New York does suck. Good point, Jerry. <laughs> As you got your ticket in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying the teams. I'm yeah. saying the city. <laughs> can, we, can we chant that at MSG? Like, <laughs> no, not no. The... no, you can't do that. No. No, no. Right. I wouldn't the, do that. You know, the Knicks should have come out after the uh, game and be like, yeah, we heard those chants, but we agree. New York sucks. <laughs> like, if you said the Knicks suck, that hurts us. When you just said the city itself sucks, yes. Oh, it's funny. We could agree with that. No, what the Knicks fans should do is they should come up with a new, uh, for the Cleveland Rock song, they should do Cleveland Sucks in that harmony. Oh, I like that. That would be kind of cool. Cleveland Sucks. Cleveland Sucks. And then you could do it like all 20,000 people at the Garden. That would be awesome. That I would like. That I'm all for, Jerry. That would be cool. Let's get that going. Yeah, well, we'll see. I, I, I said this about the Rangers. Even back in the day when the Knicks were, I guess this was, I guess it was 99. When they made their run um, 
in the playoffs when I was with Joe going to all. I mean, I think I went to every playoff except the, except the one around my wedding. Um, I think I went to every playoff game before the finals that year with Joe. I'm almost certain of it. If you not, press past that? Yeah. If not, it was almost everyone. It is the the feeling in that building in the playoffs. This is what I'm saying. Like you can't describe it. Is just it's like electric. That's going to be pretty wild. Come back one one. It's going to be pretty wild in there in Friday night. I remember even watching just on TV the the Knicks Pacers, the Knicks Rockets. Like, yeah, that is a great atmosphere, no doubt. And it is a great atmosphere all the time, but it's it's elevated in the playoffs. And we get no local basketball tonight, Jerry. No, no, you do not. You nothing. Get, you get nothing. Uh, did you see this dude? Uh, ho- I know Boomer will bring this up because it's a hockey dude who's being tough. Uh, Winnipeg forward Morgan Barron took a skate to his face. Well, it wasn't being tough. He fell into a skate. He fell into a skate, but it, it being tough, he got 75 stitches yeah. and came back in. Oh, that's what you meant. I thought you yeah. meant because it was a fight or something. I see no. what you're saying. He came yeah. back in after getting right. 75 stitches. It is beyond impressive. It really is. They stitch him up. They put like a bandage over it yeah. and get out there. Those are the th- it's, so, it's so interesting this happened last night only because... Uh, I was talking to my son last night about how we were watching some of it, and he was talking about the skates. He goes, what happens if a guy gets hit with a skate? Like, do they stop the game? You know, I said, well, it doesn't happen often, but I did mention a couple of goalies that had been cut, and I said, you know, usually because medical staff is there, they can handle it, but it is, it's dangerous. And then that happened when I was sleeping, essentially, and I wake up to see it today, and it was nothing more than, I mean, literally you've got to, I don't want to call it a scrum. I mean, there's a little bit of a scramble in front of the net. He kind of falls. The other guy's skate just inadvertently slashes him. Yeah. And he, it's funny. Well, not funny. It's interesting, too, because the camera doesn't re- uh, realize at the moment something happens. He kind of gets up, skates away. They stay with the scramble. And then all of a sudden, one of the announcers is like, uh, something's up where he's leaving the ice. And then all of a sudden, they follow him, and they got the towel on his face. Really crazy. Yeah, and then there's always it's always weird when you see blood on ice. Yeah, for sure. Because blood on a basketball court, you clean that right up. Blood on the ice, I think that soaks into the ice. Well, you can chisel it out. You got to chisel it out, right? You you chisel get, the ice out. You got to get that Zamboni over there to scrape up the the or the ice blood. girls or the ice girls or ice guys come out with the shovel and you and you put it right into the bucket. What are these ice girls and ice guys? Have you not been to a game? You've been to hockey. You've I seen have. that, right? So they they will come out with the shovels, yeah, and they will chisel out whatever they have to, and they put it in the bucket. And then what is just a big pothole? No, it's not a pothole. They're not digging; they're just taking oh, the, the top surface. A lot of times, so the zamboni comes out in between periods. Some breaks during a game, there will be like seven, eight, nine ice girls or ice guys that will come out, and they will literally with the shovel take it down the ice, and then they'll dump it into the bucket. And they clap. Would you say it's more ice girls or more ice guys? Depends on where you are. In Dallas, it was all ice girls. It was like an ice girl team. In Jersey, I haven't been to a devil game in a couple of years. A little bit of a mix. I don't know about the Rangers. I haven't been to a Ranger, uh, Ranger home game in years. I don't think they were doing this in 97 when I was covering the Lightning. I don't remember any ice people coming out. Yeah, it is like 25 years ago. Yeah, it's a long time ago. They this might must have, be something I don't, new. I don't remember that either, to be quite honest. And by new, I mean, you know, 25 years ago. <laughs> Within the last 25 They definitely years. had a Zamboni back then, Jerry. That is well, for sure. They also didn't, back in the day, have dancers at hockey games. No, they did not. Now, I, I at least in the places I've been, I don't think the Garden, but like the Devils have dancers. 
I think Dallas the Rangers, had dancers. I think the Rangers have ice, Do they? ice dancers. I don't know. Yeah. Again, I haven't been to a Ranger hockey game in a long time. I think your friend Michelle was a Rangers dancer. A Rangers dancer? Yeah. Right. Okay. I can find that out. Yeah, I, find I that out. I was not aware of this. How about that? How about that? Uh, quick like break, 538. When we come back, so much more to do and not much time to do it in. So we'll get to it after the break. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Kenny Chesney on a Wednesday morning. Actually, this is uh, Taylor Swift. Oh. She did a uh, show in Tampa, and I guess she does, you know, a lot of lights, and it was the stadium, sure, yeah, yeah. Raymond James Stadium where the Bucks play. Uh, people were reporting UFOs. Uh, people are idiots. They thought that Why? The, 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 they thought that the lights from her show were uh, UFOs. So once again, people think they see uh, yeah. aliens, and it is realized that it was us. Even when they were told uh, that the those are lights from the concert there. People said, no, no, no. I know there's a concert there, but trust me, these are UFOs looking over the concert. <laughs> so either there were UFOs checking Listen, out. Aliens like Taylor Swift, the Taylor too. Swift show, or they were just the lights from her uh, uh, concert. You think aliens have Spotify accounts? Uh, they might. They might have them up on their uh, spaceships. They're uh, rocking out on uh, Mars up there. Oh, yeah. They got these big speakers. They can listen to Taylor Swift. Very large speakers. They only have actually at Mars. They're still at CDs. They don't have. <laughs> they haven't gone digital yet up <laughs> in Mars. Uh, something the Angels did last night, Jerry, which uh, I liked what they did. They just kept sending dudes home and testing the arms out last night. They had uh, Aaron yeah. Judge try to make a throw. They had uh, Aaron Hicks try to make a throw. Yeah. This is what you got to do. But neither send one was close. Dude. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah, they had throws. Guy on second base hit to right. You better be sending him. Like, why wouldn't you? Well, what if he's slow? The Hicks one was a ball down the line all the way to the wall. Yeah, but no. Hold on. The Aaron Judge one was, they were like, oh, don't test he the arm big... of Aaron Judge. Nah, <clears throat> I disagree. Guy on second base hit to right. You send him. better score. Yeah, I agree. And he did. It wasn't even close. Neither one was close. There were only, was right, there close. was only two. There were only two. Oh, okay. But that's a lot to me. Two? Two? It's only Ponderous. two in a nine-inning game. Yeah, but two. Now, two I do agree ones, you, you challenge guys. I, I'm with you on that. But last night, I didn't think it was a great example. I but say, okay. make them throw. Well, that's just me. I'm with you because the throw's got to be perfect. If I'm, I'm the third it, base coach, I'm sending And when Jerry. the throw is perfect, it looks beautiful defensively. Yeah. But it's not. A, how many times you see them also hold a guy up and the throw's up the line? Oh, that's the worst. Who's just like waltzed into home plate. Yes. That is true. Not only is the throw got to be good, but the catcher's got to catch it. It's got to put the tag down. There's a lot to go on there. Did you have any um, any doubt that, I, f- I forget the specifics of this, but the fact that it's 100 years since Babe Ruth and, and the stadium and Shohei Otani last night home. No. No. I didn't see this. What is this now? I, I know Hotani homered. What and I did it? see some pictures of old Yankee Stadium yesterday with the, the really old cars and traffic. Yes. Yeah. I think it was 100 years at Yankee Stadium. I think that's what it and was. Then, and uh, Shohei Otani hit a home run. He did. In the first at bat. In his, his first at bat. Yeah. Like a line drive. And he stole a base. That's yes. pretty good. No, he's, yeah, he stole a base, then ended up scoring, I think, actually on the judge throw. Because he stole the base... He was able to score on the single. Do you think? Um, do you think Otani's a Met? Uh, yes. So it's exactly a hundred years to the day that Ruth opened the Yankee Stadium, as they That's say. That's cool. Yes. Uh, yes, I do think Otani becomes a Met. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I don't know why. 
I don't know why I'm feeling it in my bones. Because he's going to pay him a ton. That's that why. could be one of the reasons. That's I'm why. Feeling it. Unless he gets traded midseason to a place like L.A. or San Francisco and they don't let him leave. That's possible. That is very possible. Now you can't leave. O- I'd be Otani. afraid of San Francisco. Yeah. If I was a Met fan, I would. I'd be worried about the Giants who struck out on everybody in the offseason, right. except for Michael Conforto. He could be the guy that they basically no, like, give listen, the vault to. We're back. Yeah. We got Otani. Yeah. I mean, that would be a, a big, big win for them. Hmm. Well, I hope it doesn't happen, Jerry. I'd love to have him here. I want him pitching no hitters. I want him hitting grand slams. How many games a year would you go to then if he's zero? Here? I'd still zero. go to zero games, okay. but I'd love to see it on my TV. Uh, Major League Baseball is going to continue to test more rule changes in the Atlantic right. League. So I, I saw this headline. Yeah. I did not have a chance All to right. read the article yet because of responsibilities with You're aid. busy. What are we doing now? Well, this is an interesting one, and, and everyone will hate it. It's called Designated Pinch Runner. Oh, good God. All right. Where you can pick this. one person who can designate pinch run. Whenever they oh, want. Stupid. Come on. And you stay in the game. The guy you pinch run for stays in the game. Pinch r- designated pinch runner. No, stupid. I don't like that one and either. Now we're getting dumb. We're, honestly, we're getting dumb. Now yeah. it's like our softball games. Yeah, it's like it'd be like old man softball. It's basically like, like if you've running. got a hefty catcher, you want to put a speedster in. Yeah. Come on, knock it like off. Like Daniel Vogelback, he could uh, crank out a double, and then we put in a pinch runner for him. Isn't that embarrassing. <laughs> for that the would player. be embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, come on. That would be How very... about you just have the runner stand at the plate? Oh, I mean, come on. That would be embarrassing. You know what's so crazy about that idea, Eddie, is I would have thought a pinch runner in Major League Baseball, not a pinch, a designated runner Designated was runner. You might not be that far off. Then That's... there was some other weird one. It was so hard for me to even figure out reading what the article. It? This was some sort of designated hitter situation. Again, with the DH. Which we have, by the way, in both leagues now. Yeah. This one was like you could have a DH unless your pitcher left before the fifth inning, then you have to hit for the pitcher. I think the pitcher has to hit. The pitcher spot has to hit, which is weird. It's, so I don't know why out. we're – the pitch clock is one thing. That Automated like. strike zone, which is mm-hmm. coming at some point, is great. I can't wait to see it. All this other stuff, leave it alone. You could do without. There's nothing – the game is fine. Okay. We're getting so dumb. I've yeah, got I don't a, care for that. I've got a Giants note to ask you about, San Jerry. Francisco Giants? No, this J.D. is uh, Davis? No, no, this is oh. uh, local New York football Giants. Wow, we're, we're all over the place. Yeah, okay. we're all over the place today. We got to, uh, what, what a 15 share looks like, Jerry. That's what I was reading, <laughs> what I was reading in the newspapers. Um, oh, you're funny. That the New York Giants. By the way, there were three rule changes, not two. The yeah, the double other, hook DH. Yeah, which I, that was the weird one I was trying to explain. And a single disengagement limit. Yeah, that seemed too. I like. I can't even explain this. I can't even bring this up. Oh, that's so funny. All right, God, I'm sorry. This New, York, New York Giants. New York Football Giants. What do you make of this, Jerry? They're meeting with Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker. She was a hooker. <laughs> Heisman candidate tours ACL in November, and who's probably going to miss his rookie year, but is still expected to be drafted uh, late first round, early second round. Yeah. Should the Giants be interviewing and meeting with quarterbacks, Jerry? They've just given the bank load to Daniel Jones. Yeah, what if he gets hurt? That's a great. That's the, I didn't think about that. <laughs> you still need quarterbacks on the roster. <laughs> what if he decides he wants to be traded at some point? What if he sucks? <laughs> and you <laughs> that's need to the make big a quarterback one. change. What? That's a great question, Jerry. Yeah. What if he sucks? For sure. So I mean, like the meet- Chiefs just signed Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, they need a quarterback in case Patrick Mahomes gets hurt and has to come out for a quarter. 
Yeah, who did they have? Who was the backup who played mm. in the uh, playoff game? And drove him down the field, and they yeah. scored on his one drive. And I felt bad for the guy. I don't know. We only covered it for two days. Yeah. And he was a lo- one of those longtime backups. He if was. I remember. He was. Um, I can't remember. Anyway, but yeah, you do need a guy who can get it done. Yes, of course. But you're going to bring in a guy who's not going to play this year? Well, you're thinking, but you're thinking ahead of the game. Trying remember, to get ahead of it. And, and you know what this will mean? The Giants can have a player that they're going to pay to not play. Oh, love it. <laughs> Let's pay to not play. Yeah. No, you see. The the Cowboys did this. Oh, man. They did it with someone, and I'm, I'm blanking out on who. God darn it. Was the, uh, was the chief Chad Henney? <sighs> uh, might have been. Yeah, might have been, actually. That might be right. I'm trying to think who it was the Cowboys. I know the, the Cowboys, Cowboys they brought this, a guy in. They did this with somebody recently where they knew he wasn't going to be able to play for a year, and then he was set to go year two, and they got him in the second round. He would have been a first-round pick. That's my quarterback. I'm totally blanking out on All it. Right. I'm totally... Defensive player from Notre Dame? Yes, the the wow. linebacker. What's yes. his name? Um, I don't know the name. Damn it. Uh, my brain doesn't work at 5.50 in the morning. Yes, that's that's exactly. Um, so what you're saying, Jerry, is this is a common thing. This happens. We it draft happens. players yes, that aren't ready to play. Their backup plan. Uh, you got a what if somebody sucks? What if somebody gets hurt? So this you're not raising eyebrows at the New York Giants for bringing in Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker. Correct. Jalen Smith is the guy the Cowboys did it with. God. My All right. Lord. Takes a minute to click in. He had an ACL issue. I believe it was. They drafted him knowing it was going to be a process. And it worked out. It worked out well. I see. Now, he since became a giant, but he had some good years in Dallas. So, I right, we got a break. 552, I'm getting yelled at. Quick break. Boomer and Geo next. Amy Lawrence now talking about old reliable. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. So, perfect time for Al to explain the engagement rule, the disengagement rule in baseball. Go. That I don't have, Jerry. <laughs> but I did see DeMar Hamlin. Is he He's cleared to play yeah. football now? Yes. I told you he was going to play again. No, it seems unfair, though. They say comeback player of the year already. Yeah, no one else got a shot. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.